that's really cool. It makes me makes me feel famous. Well, you're infamous. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's better than um, people uh, booing at me. Oh, right? that can be arranged. You're quick with that stuff. Yes, I am. Quick. Okay, here we are. Rolling Rock with David Bach and my esteemed host, Mr. <laughs> Scofflaw. Yes, sir. The anonymous man. Yes, I am. My benefactor. Okay. My patron. Yep. My rich Jewish friend. Oh, man. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So I got a lot of good feedback. Um on our first podcast, uh, people liked well, it. Good. People thought your hidden voice, Bucks, was uh, a bit much. I'm always a bit. Much. So you tweaked it. Um, we'll so see. yeah, so today a lot of people have asked me. People always want to. Ever since I mentioned recovery, people oh, want to know my man. story. They want to know the dirt. So you didn't know this, Bucks, but today we're going to get into some of my dirt. Oh, boy. Um, you know, I should probably be more self-conscious about it and care, but <laughs> I don't because days. if me sharing my story can dirty help anybody, then it was worth it. Well, it's, it's benevolent of me. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Bucks is nervous because he just doesn't know what I'm going to say. I'm always nervous. And, um, always. So let's do what we did last time. Let's play a song. I'm going to pick this one. Thank God. Okay, See what, what is it is, it? Bucks? See? See what it is? You don't That's like surprises. Not 70s. Too bad. I think that was 1980. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. Okay. Play the damn song. Okay. You're the only guy who knows more about musicology that I know than That's me. That's true. That's but, true. Um, we're going to play it anyway. Yep. Here it is. Come on.
Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Rainbow. I love Rainbow. It's funny. Um, my friend Jimmy Arsenault. I know Jimmy. The only actually, Bucks. He knows. He's a better musicologist than even you. Um, that might he's be book, true. Great musician. Great why. friend of mine. Been friends for a long time. Yep. Um, he booked a lot of cool rock clubs up in the Bay Area. Yes, he did. The and then he basically day. said, yeah, Richie Blackmore. Not the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, I heard Richie did. <laughs> but um, great song. Uh, it's amazing how many different things that throughout the incarnations of yep. Deep, Purple, Deep Purple and Rainbow. Yep. Dio. Yeah, with Dio. Um, Grand Bonnet there. Yep. A lot of, lot of covered a lot of ground across that career, whether you like Richie Blackmore or not. Um, I sure like his music. I take Jimmy's word for it that yep. he's not the coolest guy. <laughs> but you know that can be said of a lot of people. Yep. I know that there's right. Like uh, <laughs> we're gonna get to the dirt now. Um, well, here it is. You know, I talk a lot about uh, addiction and recovery recently. I just felt I should. Um, I don't really have anything to hide. I, wouldn't I don't mind sharing my story if it's going to help someone else. Okay, uh, sharing that. Sharing that. A lot of people, when I mention, you know, heroin and stuff like that, people go, really? I didn't know that about you. Well, you know, to be honest, I'm 37 years clean off heroin, so that is not an active thing. Um, Good. But kind of been there done that my last bonks over the last uh many years were you know, mostly with alcohol i used to do a lot of other things and alcohol or maybe do other things you know nice. when you work in christian music you know people it's funny um you might be high yeah. but you're not drinking alcohol no one's smelling alcohol um not that i didn't drink alcohol but anyway um the thing about alcoholism and drug addiction is it's a progressive like disease. Alcohol. And while I was always a guy who felt like I could hold my stuff. Yeah, you always could. You know, I it thought. just gets worse and worse and worse as time goes by. Um, the very last time, interestingly enough, I was working at American Addiction Centers. I was an nice. addictions uh, admissions counselor helping people get help, get into rehab. And for the most part, I'd been sober yeah. during that. Um, there were a few times I bonked, as I call yeah. it. I call bonk, it bonking. Bonk, bonk. And um, I'd been hanging in there, though, because it's very difficult if you slip back into using. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> When you're an addict, it's really hard to help anybody else. And so, for the most part, I was fighting the good fight, but I could never seem to stay completely clean. And to clarify, being clean meant, like, not doing anything, like, not drinking, like, not at all. Yeah. Not even a beer after work, like, nothing. Because uh, really, that's where I need to be, and anybody who struggles knows that if you're really honest with yourself, if you struggle with addiction, you you can't straddle it. That just that just doesn't work. So. I was doing that, and then I hit a period about, I want to say it was, oh, June of 2018, right. where just some things had got to me, and long story short, um, I bonked. I bonked hard. Um, started doing quite a few things, most notably uh, drinking, and I went through 
a period where uh, I didn't go to work. I didn't do anything because I was putting one on, and it got a hold of me. I think I drank. It it only lasted like three days, but probably within 72 hours, I drank, oh, six-fifths of whiskey. And that's actually a lot in 72 hours. So that's like two full (laughs) bottles a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. And when you continue that on, your body kind of goes into a weird state. And I'd I'd gotten myself sick before from just, you know, you can literally, people don't realize how lethal alcohol is, especially when you really are really drinking it and you can start to go into what's called DTs. Yes, that that um you know they say it's kind of a hallucination state and all that and and another thing for anybody who's really drank a lot for a long period of time you know you kind of you know you're sleepy but alcohol actually destroys your sleep pattern so you're kind of dozing and stuff so i've been drinking for three days straight and was really not in a good place um like not in a good place at all like i was starting to have uh auditory hallucinations you start to hear things and things like that and being the veteran user that i was i knew that but part of me just didn't care it's amazing how you can be completely wasted but somewhere your mind there's a lucid place that's kind of um watching and going yeah this is where you're at and i think at that point i probably thought bro you're gonna drink yourself to death right here right here you know, dude, that's a heavy. And I remember I was dreaming. This is probably on that. I don't know. Well, actually, I do know it was June twenty eighth. I want to say it was in the afternoon, about June two o'clock. 28th. I'd already put down a fifth that morning. It was into my second fifth. You do. And I was drinking. Oh, excuse me. Oh. I was dozing. And if you drink a lot, you kind of have really. Weird dreams, and they're kind of, but you're not sleeping well, so you're kind of in a light sleep state. So I was dreaming. I was having this dream, and in my dream, I was in a house. It was just a regular house, Um, you know, John Q. Public, track home. And I was there, and these two gentlemen appeared. Um, Both guys had beards. They kind of looked normal, but there was a guy, and it was clear there was a a guy and what looked like his son because he was looked like... His son, I don't know, 20 years younger, say this man looked like he was maybe 60 and his son looked like he was 40 and he was standing there in front of me and his son was standing about 10 feet behind me kind of looking at me very intently, like listening. And in this dream, it, I realized this was, this was God. Whoa. God and his son, Whoa. they showed up. Now... I knew I was dreaming, so I, you know, you, you kind of go, okay, it's a dream, but in, but this was God, and I remember kind of just kind of ranting to God, well, God, you know, this is what's going on in my life, and this is why I am how I am, and blah, 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 and God's kind of looking at me with kind of maybe a slightly exasperated look, and his son's standing about ten feet behind, just kind of looking at me intently, listening, and I'm going on. And on and on, just kind of defending my case for, you know, why I was going to sit here and kind of drink myself to death. Though I wasn't planning on that, but I knew I was really sick in my dream state. So I'm talking to God, and there's this, like, 
a velvet curtain on the side, like oh, near this house, like it's just a curtain against the wall. And there's kind of rustling. It's kind of like a stage curtain. And there's rustling hmm. on the curtain. And it's kind of irritating. I'm going, you know, what is Show behind that curtain, on. God? I'm trying to talk to you. And God kind of holds up his hand and the curtain parts and it's like a wall. It's like a wall that people have in their house, a chalkboard type wall that families will have and they'll write stuff on it and kids list or scriptures. You've seen them. So it's a chalkboard wall. Well, on this wall, painted in chalk, kind of, well, drawn kind of perfectly, were a bunch of emojis, like the emojis on your phone. Uh, They were all kind of in a perfect line, all the various... um, emotions and stuff but they were kind of painted in chalks so they weren't Hmm. uh, full color but they were very neat orderly like a whole wall of them and i thought okay that's interesting that's what was making the rustling yeah uh all of a sudden in my dream these emojis they wake up oh they're kind of looking at me they're kind of looking around like hollywood squares and (laughs) or the brady bunch where they're all kind of looking around at each other and i thought Oh, that's cute. Kind of a cartoon thing. I'm going, okay, so I don't know what this means. They're in my dream. So I turn around, and I'm starting to talk to God again. And I notice out of the corner of my eye that the emojis now, they're all staring straight at me. And it's kind of made me uncomfortable. And I'm looking, and I looked at them, and it's almost like collectively... They just reared back and drew in a breath, like, and then all of a sudden their faces turned into these ugly, hideous, monstrous, demonic faces. And all of a sudden they exhaled this scream. And it struck my heart with a fear that I've never felt. It was like just, just, just terrifying. And I looked at God, and I'm just terrified, and he held up his hand, and he froze them, like in mid-voice. And he turned, and he looked at me, and he said, is that what you want? And I'm like, no. And he says, okay, then. I woke up. Um, I was drenched. Like, you can wake up in a sweat. I was soaking wet, like like beyond wet. And I'm laying there in bed um, just going, oh, my gosh. I mean, pardon my language, but I'm thinking, David, you are so fucked. Here you are. You're going to die. Do you want to die? No. And I remember trying to stand up, and I, and I couldn't stand up. I'd been drinking for three days, like heavily. I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't even stand up. And I got on the ground, and I crawled out of my room, and I crawled down the hall, and I crawled to the kitchen. And there was like a case of water on this little shelf, a low shelf in my kitchen. And I lay there, and I opened a bottle of water. And I drank it, and I probably laid there for about three or four hours just slowly drinking water to a point where I could stand up. And I was really sick, but I haven't drank or done anything since. Um, 
that made an impact on me. Totally. I mean, I've stopped before. I've had, you know, five, six years clean before, but... um, Quite a dream. It's kind of a near-death experience, and uh, God showed up. Dude. Dude. Dude, that's... That's a that's a heavy story. Yeah, well, it's true. And you know, dude, I think it's awesome. But I just gotta say, kind of my secular mind would say, you know, dude, you were hallucinating. That wasn't okay. really God. Well, I mean, that's a you'll never convince dream. me that God didn't show up. It's a great dream, but you know, you were <laughs> <laughs> probably at the front end of, of DTEs. <laughs> I'm glad we we're making light of it. Is it's not funny, but it is, but it's not. Here's the thing. And you know, Bucks, you may be right. But here's the thing. Um, it doesn't matter whether it was just a dream or it was just a hallucination or it was just a DT. Okay. It really doesn't matter because it had the desired effect. Um I look at life differently That's now. Fair. I see life differently. Mm-hmm. You'll never convince me that God didn't show up, but either way, right. if you're a secular person and you don't, you know, believe in God or whatever, that's fine. Either way, it had the desired effect, whether it, if it was my inner fight or flight kicking in, yep. um, it had the right effect. But I can tell yep. you this, my, my outlook on life and God is different than it ever has been you know all my life i was never okay with david finally i'm okay with david i'm okay with my shortcomings and my you know those things and those so-called triggers and all that um bro that's awesome you know i'm in a good place and hopefully i'll stay in a good place you know in recovery you never uh graduate you never get better yeah as my man David Goggins says, and he's not talking about a recovery, there is no finish line. There is no finish line. You know, I'll have hellhounds on my trail for the rest of this life. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. It's, uh, yeah. man, if you can be content with where you're at, and there's so many things in my life that aren't great right now, but there's so many things that are. Yeah. And, you know, what God's doing in my life. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. And (laughs) yeah, so it's kind of heavy subject matter. I know some people are going, boy, it's thoroughly depressing. Um, It's not depressing for me. But on this note, you know, last episode we were talking about a great band, Goldfinger. Let's go out with a good um, song. A good, good, uh, happy song. A little so yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for letting oh, me share. Thanks for sharing, man. It was heavy, Hopefully, if that's a value to anybody, then this was totally worth it. For everybody else who are going, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> I need a nap now. Or a drink. I'm sorry, but um, it's the awful truth. It's yeah. the truth, and sometimes <laughs> that's a good thing. Yep. All right, y'all. Let's party out. Woo. Until then, peace. <laughs>